Welcome to the Sad Single Girls Podcast, a podcast where you hear about a rundown of how to have fun in the single phase of your life by appreciating friends, being alone, finding your balance, and understanding relationships aren't all what they're cracked up to be. Let's delve in, shall we? Welcome back to the Sad Single Girls podcast. I'm Kat, your host, and how has your last few weeks been, team? Have you gone out on a limb to say hey to that girl in your yoga class, proclaimed that you'll travel to Europe and live your Mamma Mia moment, or even responded to a new contact to reach a wider circle of friends and even... Uh, learned a new skill with making maybe homemade pasta just like your nonna would make. And yes, I did the, the hand gesture and I hope you all did too. But basically, I hope you've all had or done one of those things that I just listed um, because you can do it all. You are the most empowered gals that you are out there and hopefully I'm bringing some more empowerment uh, to your time with this podcast too. Now my last few weeks I have been a very busy gal. I've oh my gosh I've I've dealt with a few moments where I've had my anxiety play up and I've also had moments where I've felt really empowered with the group of friends that I've had and I've also had moments where I've felt kind of low just with the scenarios and situations that are happening within certain areas of my life but all in all it's been yeah an interesting couple of weeks. My last few weeks have probably entailed uh couple of things that probably stand out more than anything. I went to a Yume event where we got wined and dined, we got to see collections, um, just discuss with certain people about different elements of the brand and also yeah just really enjoy the time and I'm also very thankful that I actually got to go. Yeah there was that and then there was also a friend's 30th birthday on the Saturday just been. Yeah it was it was really Really a lovely time like their family just yeah ooze love and I don't know when you're around those particular people you you know you're gonna have a good time and then it led into a really good night in town and I had a great blast with my friends. Surprisingly I actually was not hung over the next day. I was tired I think leading up to probably about like five six in the afternoon but you know I was, I was out until like 2.33 in the morning so I think that was kind of justified but I even went to a yoga class oh my god I went to a yoga class after I drank can we all just you know thank you thank you round of applause to me um yeah I guess like in a nutshell that's kind of what I've been up to and it's been fun it's been good but with saying all of those fun things and discussing those elements in today's episode we'll be talking about how to survive your mid-20s your mid-20s which I am now in my latter part because I am 26 years old and I guess we will start with kind of trying to survive your mid-20s is like I said I'm 26 years old and I've been in my career for probably the last two and 
just just shy of two and a half years and it's only been recently that I've actually started to take things more seriously for my future self. My age now compared to 24 which is the beginning of your mid-20s was drastically different Um, and that's probably because your mid-20s which is 24 to 26 is like a whole different world in itself basically and my mindset at 24 was just to get fucked up, mess around with guys, run from my problems and also simultaneously invest in areas of my life to ensure that the cat in her late 20s will actually have stability and you know be proud of the mahi she put in but also now at 26 I'm in a new scenario where I'm prioritizing my physical and mental health and even getting that quality sleep taking my vitamins and and doing the supposed healthy habits one does to invest in themselves and their future your mid-20s are going to be that awkward phase where where you've graduated from university, polytechnic for me or for you, for example, or you've even done a trade and, you know, you're diving into a new endeavor entirely potentially. And it's a stage where you're trying to figure out what's right and best for you and the people you even associate with. And you'll go through awakenings to try and find your soul sisters, find partners that aren't maybe right for you and and even are. And you'll push them away. You'll figure out that you have been on a destructive path or, you know, just that's not right for you even, even if it was healthy and and good from the outside looking in. And, you know, your mid-20s, you are actually laying the foundations for the future you to be more fulfilled with wealth of knowledge and have the ability to be more secure and confident in yourself and I know in my last year now of my mid-20s I'm going to be running through a few situations and scenarios in which I think young me um, would have actually benefited knowing more than she did at the time so I essentially I guess I'm just helping you and also care for that younger version of myself with this episode and yeah, I guess let's list off some some ways to survive in your mid-twenties. You aren't going to get everything right straight away. For someone like myself who strives to be a perfectionist, this was something I struggled with because I'm simultaneously a nervous wreck and I also procrastinate and it's like I'm at war with myself trying to be the best and I also don't even start things because it it won't be good enough. Now, what you'll also find in your mid-twenties is many ways to go about routines, tasks and habits and, and ways to work and you have to trial everything to know what will work best for you and understanding your weaknesses is a good thing and it shouldn't be seen as a negative way of looking at your attributes but rather realizing you aren't perfect and that your weaknesses can easily become your strengths if you tackle them in the best way for the right outcome. Be open to new ways of thinking. Think of a river or a stream and you just, you know, you're just taking away summer's dip and (laughs) the current is flowing but you are pushing against that natural flow and rhythm of how the universe wants you to go. If you constantly are pushing against this current, it's a struggle to keep up that strength to maintain your stance against that current. And, you know, if you allow that natural flow to sweep you away, it will seamlessly allow you to flow downstream. Basically that or potentially you'll get swept away and get stuck in some logs or something. I I don't know, but maybe. 
You know, I noticed once I started to embrace my thoughts, whether they be good or bad, I could actually filter them to try to decipher what was going to allow me to flow or get swept away. Now, bear in mind this can be a bigger issue with mental health, so take this in your stride when listening to this because it won't apply to the deeper-rooted thoughts with mental health. And, oh my gosh, I know, and I've spoken about this recently with a colleague, when it comes to my cycle, my monthly cycle, my my mental health drops considerably and it's like I'm having a depressive or anxiety like situation occur because I am I'm low because my hormones have just plummeted so there's a lot of factors to take into place but for the instance of this just yeah take it in your stride I know my pushback against the natural flow of life caused my thinking to be weird and I was working actually extra hard to make sense of my work um, and also what I was doing in my personal life. Now once I chose to be open and allow the stream to flow and me to accompany it I opened the doors for new insight and and people that were different than me to understand more walks of life and I, I hope as I'm saying this to you it actually makes sense or will soon be because it can take time to click for some things and it's just with each new season comes a new perspective and honestly if you can be open just welcome it kindly oh this is this is the one that hits this is the the mid 20s quarter life crisis now once you hit 25 you'll either feel like you've made it Things are just how it's supposed to be. You're thriving with organization, you know, early nights, financial stability, etc. Or you're freaking out that you're five years away from being 30 and you're running out of time. And honestly, you have nothing sorted. I was a bit of both. I felt like I was thriving with the fact that I wasn't constantly partying anymore and then also freaking out about that I had no financial backing and my old debt was actually still around my neck. That has all started to change this year with turning 26 and knowing that my mid-20s were actually slowly ticking away and I had goals for the next, you know, few years to achieve and if I didn't start now, I would regret it all and it also all falls into place when you start to feel like things are in the right place at the right time for you personally and I won't lie, the pressures of the big scary looming age of 30 that everyone talks about did begin my train of thought to get my life in order but it shouldn't be something that is scary but it's rather has actually gotten my ass into gear which I'm actually thankful about. Finding your voice, oh, this is this is something that... I have struggled with speaking my truth and voicing my opinion. Also, in some ways, I haven't had much of an opinion since it was easier to not educate myself on the likes of like politics or industry knowledge or pop culture. Maybe not so much pop culture because, you know, love love a bit of a yarn around the Kardashians. It's a bit of a a joke. But I also think the only thing I actually stood by was actually the food I liked or the shows or movies that I liked compared to others. And you know, I would stand by that and back it and had it, I had my, you know, my voice and my opinion behind it. But even with work, I, I thought things weren't the best idea or approach towards something. And I, I wouldn't even say that what I actually thought. And it came across, I was like a little mouse that was slightly dim because I wouldn't respond. And 
okay, I guess maybe not dim, but like way too shy in the workplace. And once you become more accepting towards yourself, then you can actually slowly come out of your shell to showcase what your train of thought is on topics. And I guess, for example, I I began to find my feet in my job and I felt more confident that I knew what I was doing. And I started to vocalize that more in a certain way of utilizing, and this is coming back to marketing, um, utilizing certain channels um, and in the form of marketing through social media or the outdoor you know campaign work that we did for key messages and I have also noticed though when you actually are in a space that you're supported this will actually naturally come out so evaluate your situation in work and in your personal life because yeah that will hopefully you know, contribute towards finding your voice. Oh, okay, your mid-twenties, your mid-twenties, you're gonna come across so many situations and, you know, through it all, you'll start to realize that you need to be your own supporter. After my breakup in my early twenties and then moving into my mid-twenties being a wild ride of one-night stands, the flings and and things I wanted to be more than just something and it not actually working out, I would constantly feel like things weren't playing in my favor. And until I leant into the idea that I was chasing after something that wasn't meant for me, I went from there, then my mindset shifted to be in my own power and that guys wouldn't save me from my own past hurt and that th- that things are tough in life, but when it's testing you, you're actually on the verge of something new and a new breakthrough to become an even more enlightened version that has been, you know, wanting to jump out of your norm and realize you're meant to be for so much more than just a guy that may fill a void. Honestly, what you need to do is chase after the uncomfortable and try do something that isn't aligned to your personal brand and keep people guessing what it is you're all about. And, and in turn, you you know, you'll become your best friend, your your lover, your advocate in life, and it will begin to flow with the beauty of what is actually meant for you, and you'll feel at peace with being your own supporter in life. Now, with saying all of this in terms of how to survive your mid-twenties, there is also a wee survival checklist that I've pulled together to try and be your touch points to try and move through and get to the next stage of your growth and be the best version of yourself, hopefully in your 27th year because that is looming closely for me but basically I'm going to list off a few of the checklist items that I have and elaborate a bit more on them and it'd be awesome if you jumped over to the Instagram page and jumped on the post that I'm going to post about in terms of the quote uh, and just list your own survival checklist. One thing that I've been trying to master whilst in my mid-twenties as a balanced weekend with fun and also productivity. I have gotten to so many situations with the weekend where I crash, I'm burnt out, I feel guilty that I'm not doing anything and in turn it's the cycle where I feel so wrapped up in my own thoughts that I can't do anything and 
in turn plays with my my mental health and also just isn't productive for anything in terms of fun or even actual productivity. I think how to try and actually have a balanced weekend with fun and productivity, it actually stems from the overall lead up to the actual weekend. You need to ensure you actually maintain quality sleep and opt for one to potentially two drinks if you go out in the weekend with the girls and not chug back, you know, a whole bunch of, you know, wine, beer, shots or anything like that and stick to a couple so that you can still socialize with some friends and you know by the end of the night be able to chug back a bottle of water and (laughs) happily go to bed and then get up the next day to you know go to a yoga class or go for a walk with a friend you know to be able to go do things without feeling like you're shaking in the shower with you know that hungover feeling is probably the peak the pinnacle of what we actually need to be striving for to um have a balanced weekend with fun and productivity for me i've I've had some health problems in the last couple of years in terms of being in hospital. Then also, you know, obviously we've all dealt with COVID, the flu. I personally have a thyroid problem, um, so I'm a little bit more easily susceptible to actually getting sick more often, especially if I'm stressed. So what I have found is health is wealth and we all know that actually investing in eating healthy and trying out different recipes and rather than just sticking with the same old go-to meal actually branching out more and I've been doing that more and more and you know not even just going to the supermarket my friend um not that long ago actually was like well why don't you go to Harbour Fish which is you know a local fish shop where they provide local fish (laughs) I opted to get you know tuna loins I had made this like poke dish that was just insanely delicious with avocado and sesame oil and soy sauce and it was amazing and I fried rice paper and oil and I don't know it was amazing if you want the recipe I can I can send it to you it was it was top notch but basically investing in the food that you eat um, to try and build up your immune system is key. And moving that bod, you know, moving your body to whatever means is necessary for you. Whether you love going hard in the gym, you love it slower with weights, if you like it to be even slower with more balanced, targeted practice for your actual bod, then invest that time and try and figure out what's best for you. And I know I personally don't like high intensity workouts. I like weights and I love, you know, slower paced yoga classes or Pilates. So that's more what I'm trying to incorporate into my schedule more so now than ever. Um, But I'm definitely taking it slow and trying to make it more sustainable and right for me alongside that I'm actually taking vitamins I think the you know the way you actually invest in vitamins is going to be different for everyone and you know as women in particular um, not for the men out there (laughs) in particular women out there you know you've got so many different hormones you know flowing through your body if you're on the pill that's going to be an even more intense element that you've got to factor in what vitamins is right for you for me in particular I actually take selenium vitamin D, zinc, magnesium and B vitamins simply because of my thyroid. I've noticed a huge difference in the way that I'm actually being able to move about and not feel sluggish or 
be able to actually have a bit more energy to go actually do the workouts that I just stated and not be cooped up as much as I used to because I have had my moments where I should have probably been investing more in my vitamins, um, eating healthy, getting decent sleep to ensure that I'm actually going to be working at optimal um, peak for myself. And I think the earlier you do this, the, you know, the better it's going to be off. You know, 80-year-old you will thank you even if you, you know, right now don't see it. So invest in your health because it's wealth. And it's cheesy, I know. I'm sorry. Let yourself be creative and also never stop learning. Now, I noticed when I was studying my bachelor, I didn't actually invest in myself in the sense of like, you know, most people are like, oh, self-help books, go, go, go get fucked. Like that, I don't need that, like I'm fine. Or delving into documentaries or different areas of understanding what actually might be applicable to you to, you know, reach into that next phase of your growth. My friends probably roll their eyes at me a lot of the time because I am that I don't want to say happy dippy but I'm very like I'm like not woo woo but like I I like to think about it in a bigger grand scheme and more spiritually and probably not so much more with logic I'm definitely leaning into the idea of my 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 Pisces side of my zodiac I'm very dreamy I I'm very sensitive and all of that jazz but I think yeah with doing my study I didn't invest in myself and obviously that time that I had was only spent in trying to actually achieve my degree. That's great but I know I have noticed with you know finishing my degree when I was 23 and then moving into 24 for my mid-20s um I went through those phases and I I decided that, you know, I was going to go off the rails and then I started to rein it back in and now it's like I have so much more that I want to do and learn and not be confined into a little box. And I think one of the best ways to grow and flow in your 20s is to never stop learning after you study and and just be creative in whatever avenue that is right for you. It'll help in so many more ways than one and can even help you in your professional world too. So just let yourself be creative. Allow yourself to be guided and grow. Oh, okay. Big nights every now and then. Now, 24, I would I would kind of still do back-to-back weekends where it was like kind of a joke and a bit funny, but 23 was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, back-to-back for like a good straight year, um, which was fun, but I'm happy it's done and I'm moving into the next phase. Um, but now that I'm 26, big nights every now and then are actually, you know, more beneficial for myself because having a big night on a whim can be exactly what you need. It's also allowing yourself to not be so rigid and just let it happen, but also ensure that, you know, you've got that balance and that, you know, alignment towards what you're actually working towards. Because if you have a constant back-to-back, you can't bounce back like you used to, girl. You can't. You're going to find that. And it's just working with what you've got and, again, finding that balance. 
Now, one of the crucial things that I found more so in the last year is actually have a goal, whether that be financial, career, or even travel. You'll feel like you'll have more direction and purpose and that will keep you chipping away at your dreams and goals. So whether, whatever it is, just work towards having a goal. You know, have either weekly check-ins with yourself, monthly check-ins with yourself, and ensure that you are ticking off what you need. If you've got a financial goal, you know, set a date in which you are going to try and achieve that goal and work backwards. Start from a date, say the 3rd of August, and it's a Wednesday, and you've just been paid and you've allocated all of your budget and from there you can actually ensure that you've got some spending so that you've still got a life but also ensure that you're putting a decent amount away each pay if you're weekly fortnightly just be very rigid in that sense with your finances so you can reach that goal of saving two thousand dollars or saving five thousand dollars for a new car or whatever it be just Be more strict with yourself and you'll be able to reach way more goals um, through that. Now, most importantly, I think one thing that I wish I probably said to my younger self, probably more so when I was in a relationship, was have a wild phase, whether that be if you are in a relationship, I think just go do what you can in, in the sense of going to festivals, going to do all of the the stuff that you want to with your friend group and don't limit yourself and put yourself into a box. Um, or if you're single, go wild and have a hoe phase <laughs> or just go do wild things that you didn't think was possible and allow yourself to be wild while you're young and know that you'll look back in the next few years and be like, even though I slightly cringe at myself, I'm proud that I have actually the memory or yarn to speak of to that younger me. Because like I said, I was talking about it recently with a new colleague and she was mentioning her weekend. And I was like, honestly, you're 23. You're you're going to be looking back on this in the next couple of years and be like, even though right now you will be like, oh, anxiety the day after, you'll laugh about it in the next couple of years and be like, I'm happy I did that. Have a wild phase and don't limit yourself into a box. When it comes to your mid-twenties, I really hope you are doing what's best for you to thrive and propel forward to your next stage in life and know you've actually given it everything your best shot and you did it with good intentions and you know your 20s you'll find people you'll feel alone even when you're with people since you're finding what who and where is right for you you'll heal from your trauma you'll ask for help and you'll learn from your mistakes we're not perfect and most importantly value you and your time in this world you have so much to offer this world so keep your head held high and honestly just chase the dream you can see at the end of the tunnel shining so bright for you so with saying all of that I really want to say thanks for tuning into this episode of the Sad Single Girls podcast and if you've enjoyed this episode and all the other ones from the season be sure to share with your friends and raise the awareness of being a sad single girl and keep spreading the love over on the Instagram page I'll talk to you in the next episode team have a good one hope you enjoyed that podcast and don't forget to go follow the Sad Single Girl podcast social channels that's in the description talk to you in the next episode